What's good, everybody? It's your boy, James the Man Sanchez, and I'm back at it again on episode three of the Unfiltered Progress podcast. And this episode is going to be all about how I caught coronavirus, but I got a special guest with me today, and unfortunately, she caught coronavirus too. So we was coronavirus love bugs. We both had that. So go ahead and say what's up. Hey, guys. That's my baby. That's my boo thing. <laughs> Top dog Lexi, a.k.a. Big Lex, a.k.a. Don't push me because I'm close to the edge, a.k.a. You're so silly. You're right. Keep I it am. pushing. Damn. Okay. Well, obviously, she got a time limit on the podcast episode. She's not trying to go ahead and be here forever, ever. Um, but so this is going to be like the third episode, but it's also going to be the uh, like second part of why I was MIA. Um, after I quit my job, I got into a new one. But then in between, what was it, about December, early December, uh, we both ended up getting sick and we had coronavirus. And honestly, that was not very fun. It was pretty shitty. Um, yeah. We really didn't expect it. And most times people are thinking like, Oh, well, what did you do? How did you get it? Like, what were you doing? You should have been doing stuff. You know, you should have been at home or, you know, whatever. But honestly, with our jobs, we both come into contact with a lot of people. Um, We do a lot of hands-on stuff with other people's things. So, even though we wear masks and even though we go ahead and sanitize and wipe down everything, we still, unfortunately, caught it. So, basically, this episode is going to be... all about kind of like a Q&A, some things of just questions, frequently asked questions of uh, things that we get. And honestly, hoping that you just go ahead and understand just a little bit more about uh, what it actually is, at least for our experience, to have coronavirus. Uh, so the timeline starts with, uh, what was it? Tuesday, I uh, went to work. Both of us went to work and we were doing fine, perfectly good. We did all the stuff. And then Wednesday morning, we both woke up and we felt pretty shitty. We didn't feel very good. Honestly, the way I felt was a lot better than her. But how did you feel then? I felt like I had gotten ran over in my sleep. I woke up like very sick and my body was hurting and I didn't have the energy to go ahead and stand for a long period of time. So it just was not the best feeling waking up. What about you? For me, I would, I just had like a, a slight headache, but I just felt like it was a regular cold. But from what she was describing, I was like, well, let's just go get tested just in case. So we went and got tested. We tried to get rapid results, but we couldn't do that unless we were flying or going on a trip or something like that. So they said it was going to take at least like five to ten business days. So Wednesday, we did that. We called out of work and they said, look, go ahead, stay out for, you know, 48 hours. If you still feel like crap, don't come back in. So we just did that, basically. So what was that? We did that. Still were feeling crappy. She was feeling extra crappy. I was feeling just like she was. Um, For some reason, the symptoms that I got were hers. It was mirrored, but just delayed a little bit. So I felt like I got ran over by a truck the next day and had super uh, out of breath. Didn't really, you know, we still had taste and everything for like the first couple of days, though. So that's why yeah. we weren't really tripping too much. But uh, I want to say it was like, what, Thursday, Friday? No, it was Friday. About By Friday. Friday, we didn't have any taste or smell at that point. We definitely were sitting there a little con- more concerned than what we were. Because yeah. we had lost our taste and smell. 
Because at first, I was just trying to be positive about it. Because, I mean, I think, honestly, we see a lot of stuff in the news about how we have coronavirus going on. People have been dying. People get really, really sick and things like that. Um, and so, I didn't want to make light of the situation. But I also didn't want to stress my body out too much by overthinking. And so... I was just like, nah, it's just a cold, like, we'll get over it, like, we'll just wait till we see the test results, but then, like she said on that Friday, um, we were trying to eat some, some soup, and she had made it, but I couldn't she couldn't smell taste it. it, and I couldn't smell it first, and so I was like, okay, hold up, does it smell good, and then you couldn't smell it, so I tried to taste it, and it just tasted like hot water, I guess you can say. And then we ended up having to ask my sister if she could smell it and taste it. And she's like, yeah, it smells good and it tastes good. And we're sitting here like, oh, well, we lost our taste and smell. Yeah. So the question, do you really lose taste and smell? For us, we did. And honestly, like, you could still taste some things. So we ta- I tasted spicy, but it really wasn't that bad. It was like a... The best way I can describe it is when you have a hangover and the next day you go to like eat something or drink something, it all just tastes not like good. Doesn't taste bad though. It just tastes very bland. That's how everything tasted. Cause we tried that. What else did we have? We had some birria and couldn't even taste. Oh that. yeah, that was what we had. We had some birria. Couldn't even taste that either. And I love me some of that. Mm-hmm. I think also what what really was a dead giveaway was I took a shot of. Uh, of vodka i know i shouldn't have done that obviously because corona why would you do that you're trying to get better but i was like i can't taste anything anyway let me go ahead and try that and i took the shot and i really couldn't taste it i was like wow that sucks like that's horrible and then like you re- it really made me not want to eat anything so for like that first week i feel like i didn't want to eat anything because what's the point in eating something if you can't taste it you know yeah so it was kind of it was kind of hard and we had her sister stay with us during that time, and honestly, the way our house is set up is she's on one half and we're on the other, so we really didn't have to come into contact too much, but even then, like, we would wear a mask in the house, and honestly, we really did have to, you know, uh, isolate, I guess. Yeah. So, what, what, another question I got is, what did you do after finding out you had COVID? Like, it was confirmed. You got the test results in. What was the first thing that you thought, and then... What what did you do afterwards? I think I freaked out. I think I definitely panicked. I got super stressed and then thought about all the food that I wanted to eat. But why eat it if I can't even taste it? Like, that was just the worst part, I want to say. Also, if you guys hear our dogs in the back, any noise in the background, that's our dogs. Charlie is definitely dying to be part of this podcast. Yeah, she keeps coming over here looking around like, why are we just talking into this little thing so if you hear her she obviously does not give she's trying to make it known she's she, in this she, podcast yeah, she, she over there really like just trying to get comfortable on the bed or whatever i'm like come on girl but uh first thing that i did after i found out i had covid i think i was just like damn we really got covid like i was hoping that we would get through the whole entire year without having it or like you know like we had been really good about not doing anything that would put us at risk or at least add extra risk to it. So when we found out, I was just like, damn, how the fuck did I get it? And one, where did I get it from? So it was kind of hard to trace it back, obviously, because, I mean, when you go, you know, you go to work and you go back home, but obviously you still need to get groceries and things. And so when, you know, we did all that, I was just like, damn, 
we were so close to making it out the year without COVID. But um, that was that. And then after that, I don't think I did much else other than be like, fuck, now we got to stay home. Yeah. I mean, I think we were grateful enough to go ahead and not have too many bad symptoms to where we had to be hospitalized. Um, so, I mean, that's all I kept saying was just like, look, I'm grateful it's just these little symptoms right now because obviously other people have had, you know, a lot different, you know, symptoms and different experience with this. So with our experience, I'm just glad that we were able to make it through and be, you know, not too, uh, too out of commission on that one. Um, how did you tell other people that you had COVID? And the question is basically, should they have gotten tested after finding out you, they had close contact with you and how, how did you handle that? So I don't think I wanted many people to know we had COVID. So first of all, I'm just a big mama's girl. So I definitely, I was stressing it. I called my mom and I told her we have COVID. I didn't know how to break it to my sister. So I just told her we were going to keep our distance because we were (laughs) sick. Um, And then after a little bit, I definitely had to let her know like, hey, you know, we're keeping away from you because of the fact that we do have COVID. You are at risk now since you're staying with us. Um, I do believe that you should get, well, that after we told people that they were in close contact with us to get tested, I think they should, to be honest. I feel like that's very important after you come in close contact with somebody who you know is positive for COVID. Like, it's just a smart thing to do, especially if you're hanging out with them without a mask on. Like, you're exposed to that. I just definitely, I personally would get tested immediately. Yeah. I think, I guess, the, the best way to to phrase that question is how you break the news to somebody that you have COVID, you know? And I, think, I don't know. I think, that was, I think that was my thing was just, like, we told your sister. We didn't really want to tell her sister just because we didn't want her to freak out. She was, she's, she's a little bit younger than us, and she's a lot younger than us. She's, like, 15, but... Point being is we really didn't want to go ahead and, like, have her overstress and, and freak out about it as much. Um, but we also didn't want to, like, keep her in the dark about it. So we basically told her straight up, like, look, this is what it is. You know, just keep your distance right now. Please let us know if you have any symptoms. And obviously, eventually, we went and got her tested as well when we could. We went to, like, a drive through testing instead. So that was good and um, dealt with that. But I think as far as the rest of my – as the rest of the people goes, I told – my, I already called my boss and my manager and let them know, and they had already put people in quarantine as well. So that was kind of the good thing is that we really didn't have to really worry about that too much because those were the only people that we really came into contact too much with. Mm-hmm. But the people that we were going to go and see and have, you know, contact with, we were like, look, we're going to have to reschedule some shit because we cannot be near you, unfortunately. And I am super thankful that we had some people around us because at that point we really didn't even want to go anywhere. We couldn't really. Like, there's, we couldn't go grocery shopping, so we had to have my mom do that for us, and she honestly just dropped it off for us. I went, picked it up, got it, cool, um, and that was honestly about it. We didn't really, like I said, we didn't do too much once we found out. We just kind of stayed home and did the right thing of just quarantining, you know, um, and that was just about it. Um, question, so how was it quarantining? with me for two weeks straight and really just like staying in the same room oh baby you already know the answer to that you were about to get murdered (laughs) like i love you but i definitely think being in a room 
with you for two weeks straight definitely did test our relationship especially with you making those stupid ass videos <laughs> talking about i'm locked up like yes you are locked up <laughs> i am locked up too you don't see me making a video about it like read a book or something and i think we both just got kind of on our own nerves well on each other's nerves as well i got on my own nerves because i was doing the same thing every day you know, trying to read, trying to watch TV and stuff like that. But even then, you're trying to play your games on the TV. And I'm trying to watch my shows. So it just became a thing of like, we had to figure out, okay, a schedule. Like pretty much from this time to this time, I'll be able to watch TV. And then from this time to this time, you play your games and I'll do something else. Like it just got very frustrating being confined into a room with you for two weeks. I got to say the same, honestly. Like, it was it was a little stressful, to be honest, because, like like I said, we're very grateful that we really didn't have to go anywhere else, and we were able to just stay at home um, for the two weeks that we needed to. But, like, we literally went to bed, woke up, went to bed, woke up, and, like, did everything in the room instead of, like, actually being able to use the other side of, like, the outside. Like, I couldn't go to the living room because if I was out there... I didn't want to get her sister sick. We really didn't want to go in the other, like, the, into the kitchen and stuff because we didn't want to touch anything and get her sick via that. So, it was just, like, honestly, we couldn't really do anything. So, we really stayed in the room a lot more than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, and ha- no offense to her sister and everything. So, if you listen to this, uh, don't worry. We're not sh- throwing shade. But, like, if her sister hadn't been there, it would have been a lot different because then, you know, we could have still used the living room. We still could have had, you know the the bedroom all that stuff like we could have had more space but because we were confined to the room it was a lot different um i don't think we were gonna break up and so that was kind of cool but you know i thought it was it definitely did stress our our relationship i really i felt like there was nothing we could do but just lay down because no matter what we did our body just ached all the time yeah and like the body aches irritated me because, yeah. like, no matter where I lay down, I'm not comfortable. If I stand up, I'm not comfortable. No matter what position or anything I was doing, like, however my body was, I just was irritated because my, you know, my body aches. And so I think that played into a big thing about, you know, both of us being that way. Both of us being We're irritated. Both being irritated from the body aches and, like, not feeling well. And then, like, pretty much if you did something or I did something, it just added to how irritated we were and it just didn't balance you know it didn't balance out very good i want to say it was just us being irritated all the damn time yeah that's exactly what it was we could never live in a studio i'll tell you that now yeah i'm definitely grateful for the space that we did have for real (laughs) because that yeah that would have that would have been i see i see why some people get divorced Mm-hmm. during these during this quarantine lockdown because i mean we we did we both were furloughed for a little bit before you know um before we like actually having covid we both were you know at home a lot and honestly i think that was even then we had issues and we were still able to use you know all the, the whole entire house and i think even then it was just being in front of your partner for a lot of time like it's not a bad thing but it's just like sometimes you just have to have that like time away from them, I think, personally. Well, it's also just different being able to be like one person in the living room and then the other person in the room because 
we're not confined to one space, one of everything. Because if you're in the living room, cool, you have that TV. And then I have the bedroom TV. Or if you want to go ahead and be in the bedroom, I can be outside in the living room. Like, we're not next to each other, right, like, at all times. For us being in that room together, it was literally 24-7. Woke up, you were there. Middle of the day, you're right there. Like, yeah. we got no space from each other. And even then, it's like, if you wanted to go shower okay cool we got what like 10 minutes tops like away from each other yeah and it's it's not enough like to be honest i think we both just really got on each other's nerves so bad yeah i'm glad we pulled through from it honestly the best advice i can give to anybody who is stuck in the house with their partner especially due to covid is just be patient be uh get some sleep because that'll be your best friend honestly um and try not to try not to be too too upset with don't each catch other. a case let's just say that okay that's the only reason why james is still sitting here i can't catch a case right now cuz if if i'm gone then who's going to pay for the rent i'll get a who's sugar gonna daddy who's going to take point. care of the dogs i'll take care of the dogs you always think that till you have to deal with the dogs and you'll be like oh no i don't want to deal with the dogs anymore but that's besides oh the point that's not what we're talking about we're we not about to get into this okay. whole argument we'll right save now. that for another one Look at Batman over there giving us a side eye. He's like, yeah, both of y'all can't deal with us. (laughs) He foolish. Um, Next question is, what meds did you take when you had COVID? We literally just drank tea. Tea And that was about it, right? No, we we had Theraflu. We had a lot of Theraflu. I had Vicks. um, It was like the throat, um, like the the cough syrup. But it was the Vicks one. And NyQuil, they did like a partnership, and oh my god, you took that. There was yeah, no that way that the stuff was, was it was that. so it's it's NyQuil and Vicks put together somehow, and when you drink that, I'm telling you that thing is cold and it is disgusting. First, I didn't have no taste buds, but I could taste that, and that was really like ugh. I had to take the recommended dose, but I couldn't almost do that. It was just ridiculous. Um, also, yeah, we had Theraflu in the daytime because we had a daytime Theraflu in the nighttime one. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that one helped a lot. Um, normally, when I have a cold, I'll do that with like a shot of whiskey and a little bit of um, apple cider vinegar and honey. Like a little hot toddy. But for this one, I just didn't. I just drank the tea a lot. Um, we had to drink a lot of water as well to stay hydrated. We had, what is it? Not Gatorade. Did we have Gatorade? I believe we did. I think we had Gatorade. We had, not Pedialyte, did we? No. No, we didn't get. We were close to getting Pedialyte, but we didn't. Um, it was water, tea, and Gatorade. That's literally yeah, all we drank. It was it was ridiculous, um, but it helped honestly. Um, also, there's these little things that you can get. Um, they're like pucks, and you put them into the shower, and they're from Vicks. And so that way, when you shower, the steam from the shower goes ahead, and it basically makes it a whole entire like little nice sauna and gets you cleared up and honestly every single time we've gotten sick i've gotten them use them and i feel so much better it clears you out pretty good like especially when you have like phlegm and a lot of uh yucky stuff in your throat and whatnot you go ahead and spit that out especially because since you're already in the shower um it was just that helped a lot and then towards the end i think we got a humidifier yeah we did we got we got a humidifier. humidifier And we used that just for a little bit, not too, too much. It just kind of helped a little. Um, I want to say that was towards the the, stretch, the end stretch, though, when 
we started having like more dry throat than anything. Like obviously we, it was, it was rough, but I think those were the only medicines that we took that NyQuil and that was about it. We didn't really do too much, anything else crazy, no other special remedies. We just went ahead and drank their food, make sure you stay hydrated. Honestly, that's what we did. Get a lot of sleep. Honestly, that's really all you can do. Yeah, that's what we did. We slept a lot. Honestly, we went to bed. Um, sometimes we go to bed late and then wake up late, but it's only because when we could sleep, I was glad we could sleep because we couldn't yeah. find our spots either way. Um, it's almost like when you work out your full body and then your whole body is sore. Like you can't really move your legs, can't really move your arms, can't twist or anything like that. So at least that's what we had happen for us. Um but yeah, it wasn't think, a fun experience at all. Just thinking about it. Yeah, I don't think I would. I don't think I would risk going like I look to eat to each their own on what they want to do as far as if they want to go to like clubs, parties, you know, big interactions, group shit. Like that's up to y'all. But like honestly, since we've caught it, we have been definitely thinking about a lot more of like the decisions we make. Like, do we really want to go here? Do we really want to do this? Do we want to do that? And it's like. Honestly, we don't want to risk it anymore to go ahead and get this again because it has been, it was just not fucking fun at all. It was not the, not a good thing. And I wouldn't, honestly wouldn't wish it on anybody, to be honest, even if it was just this mild case that we got, I wouldn't wish it on anybody um, because it wasn't fun. No. And that was just like pretty much a mild case. I've heard people get it worse where... It's just, you know, they do have to go to the hospital. And honestly, nobody, I wouldn't want that on nobody. Yeah. That's not a good experience, especially having to be in the hospital by yourself during a time where you're just freaking out. I could not do it. I personally would not go to the hospital because I'd freak out not having anybody by my side. Yeah, I've, I've heard a couple of people and their experiences from what they've had personally. Uh, I've heard from them and it's just, it is honestly, it's not... It's not fun. It's not um, something to, to take lightly. I remember when this first started coming out, there's lots of memes and things like that. And, of course, I was partaking in some of them. I laughed at some of them, cool and stuff. But, like, as it started to get more serious, um, I was like, all right, I'm, a, I'm not going to joke about this anymore. So, um, next question. The last, We'll probably do this last question, and then we'll probably wrap up after that. Do you think you're going to get the vaccine now that it's out and... You know, it's kind of getting a little bit more momentum. Do you think you're going to get any of the vaccines that are out currently? I don't know. I I don't know. My best friend took it and she's fine. She hasn't had any symptoms, but I don't know. I just see all these things where they are saying that, you know, there are symptoms. They do watch you afterwards just to see if there's any side effects. I know my best friend had to sit there, she said, for about almost an hour and they keep you under like a good watch. The fact that you have to be sitting there for an hour to make sure there's no side effects kind of concerns me. So I probably will wait on it, but I know some employers are making you take it if you want to work. So if it comes down to that, then cool because I need a paycheck, I'll do it, but probably not willingly until they can actually go ahead and figure some things out with it because i know they're still tweaking it if i'm correct yeah i think i'm gonna wait a little bit just because i've heard like there's another strain coming like another strain that came out and so i think like obviously once that happens i have to make another 
vaccine so that way they can keep growing the vaccines and things like that. But I don't know. I think I'm going to wait a little bit. And, and I'm not really in contact with a lot of people who are high risk. Now, if I was, you know, then I would definitely, you know, be more considerate about it and definitely consider it. But honestly, the people I come into contact with are not high risk. And I don't take many chances as far as doing anything else outside of just going to work, coming home and doing the, the bare uh, minimum of what I need to do as far as going out. So I think I'm going to wait as well. I think that that would be the best thing to do um, for me personally. Yeah. Just because I also know that it's kind of limited quantities. I think that they're doing like a rollout for, I think it was uh, elderly homes. I know that they were doing that for a little bit. And then as well as first responders, uh, the people on the front lines, things like that. So I think that I'm going to wait. I've had a lot of people who come into my job and they say that they've had it. And they seem to be fine and they don't really have any complaints about it. But honestly, I think I'm going to wait. Um, but I think it's I think it's to each their own. If they're able to get in and they want to, then go ahead. I don't think... Okay, sorry. Another question. Do you think that they should make it mandatory that everybody gets the vaccine? What do you think about that? We'll put you in the hot seat. I don't know. I feel like it should be an, it should be an option. Like, I don't think it should be mandatory because... The vaccine is just to kind of help fight it, right? It's like the flu, though. So it's like we can... It's not mandatory to take all these flu shots. It's suggested. Mm -hmm. So if this COVID is just kind of like another per se flu, it should be just suggested that you take the flu shot to avoid... Like, to avoid it, pretty much, right? Because it's not going to prevent you from getting COVID, yeah. Now, if it prevented you from getting COVID, cool, I'd be the first one in line. I'm not trying to get it again. Yeah. But I, it shouldn't be a mandatory thing, I feel. I could be wrong, though. I probably just need to go ahead and look further into what actually getting the shot will do because I haven't done my research on it. Yeah, I think I might, like, a first take on it, I think the same thing. I don't think anybody needs to be subjected to taking it. They don't have to take it. And I think, honestly, it's to each their own. Um, I think that forcing people to take a vaccine is definitely kind of, um, it seems kind of weird to me, but I also can understand like the thought process behind it, like herd immunity, you know, trying to go ahead and stop the spread as much as possible. So I can see the pros and cons of it, but as far as making it mandatory, I mean, I don't know about all that. I think that it should be up to everybody to make their own choice. Yeah. Agreed. But I mean... Everybody, just be safe out there at this point, honestly. I think, honestly, that, that, that's all that this episode was. Just, like, a little bit more information cause on what exactly we went through. Just because I feel like everybody knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who had COVID. But, so, hopefully, if y'all listening to this, you know me or you know Alexis. And so, at this point, you know I'm not... I'm not a news group or whatever. So, whatever I'm telling you is just my experience and just what we went through. Um, is there anything else you want to add? No. All right, cool. Uh, before we leave, we did. I just want to say, well, I mean, both of us, really, honestly, at this point, um, if there's anybody who has had COVID or who has lost anybody to COVID, things like that, um, or who's going through tough times because of COVID, please go ahead. If you ever need anything, um, I'll do what I can. Reach out to me. Go ahead. And even if it's just a talk, just to go ahead and um, vent a little bit or just to have somebody to talk to. 
I'm definitely here. She's here. Um, that goes out to my friends and family, obviously, but also some of the listeners too. You can always message, and I'll go ahead and do my best to go ahead and, and message back, honestly, because it, especially during these tough times, it's hard to one socialize with people, and it gets definitely a little bit harder to go ahead and keep in contact with people. But um, I'm always here uh, as much as I can be. So if y'all ever need anything, um, especially especially because of COVID times, you know, but even outside of COVID, if y'all need anything, I'm definitely here. So hit me up and let me know uh, what I can, can do. And I'll do my best to do that. Same. You guys can always hit me up too. Yeah. With that being said, that is going to be, honestly, this is a short episode now that I'm thinking about it. It's like, what, 30, 30 minutes almost? Yeah. I'm about to bring you back on the podcast another time. You trying to come back or what? We'll see what my what my schedule looks like. You you trying to you trying to do a Valentine's podcast? We'll see. Like I said, Didn't my do pricing last year? goes up a little oh, your bit, you know, because it's a oh, special day. You? Yeah. Oh, okay, I got a book. I'm you busy, guys. you guys. Mm. So obviously, if y'all like having her on there, please go ahead and let me know. Um, so that way I can bring her back and convince her to come back because she'd be shy sometimes. And I think it'd be fun to do like a couple podcast episodes. I'm not trying to be like one of those YouTube, uh, like couples, but I think that'd be kind of cool. So I go ahead and bring you back on here. Definitely. All right. You going to sign off? You going to say, you going to say something? You going to shout out to anybody? No. No, you ain't got no shout outs? No, no shout outs. Actually, shout out to Batman and Charlie who ended up just taking a nap hey, while hey, we man. podcast. So, thank you to them. For real. <laughs> I'm glad they weren't barking or anything. Um, with that being said, this is another episode of the podcast. It's your boy, James Amanda Sanchez. And your girl, Lexis. Hey, top dog Lexi in the house. Big Lex. Oh, God. Hey, okay. hey don't push me because I'm close to the edge. You're doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Um, go ahead and let us know what you think. Um, if you have any other questions and stuff like that. But until then, I hope y'all are being safe. Hope y'all are good. And catch me on next week or the episode. Um, again, always on Wednesday. So be ready. Always on Wednesdays, I'm going to drop the episode. So that being said, we out.